And I want to read the whole chapter. There's 28 verses of it, and I want to read the whole chapter. And it's, got, it's an interesting uh, psalm and has uh, uh, so much truth in it. And a psalm that would really make us think and stop, or, or stop and think about things in life. And I hope that will be a blessing to you as we share it together here tonight. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are, uh, as are of uh, a clean heart. But as, for me, my, uh, as, but as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasses them about as a chain, violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness, they have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression, they speak loftily. Uh, they set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walketh through the earth. Therefore his people return hither, and waters of a full cup are wrung out of them. And they say, How doth God know? And is their knowledge uh, in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I, had, uh, cleansed, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastised every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I uh, therein. Surely they, uh, thou didst set them in slippery places, thou castest them down in, uh, into destruction. Uh, how are they brought into desolation as, a, uh, as in a moment they are utterly consumed with terrors? As a dream when one awaketh, so, O Lord, when thou awakest, thou shalt despise their in image." Thus uh, my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my veins. So foolish was I, and ignorant, I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with, with, uh, with thee. Thou uh, hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me, me uh, to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they are far from thee, uh, for lo, they that are far from thee shall perish, but thou hast, uh, 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 thou hast destroyed all them that go a whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw uh, near to God. I put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful psalm. And pray the Lord that you would bless your servant as we try to say the things you'd have us to about this psalm tonight, that it might be used in such a way, O oh God, that would speak to our hearts and lift our spirits and encourage us in the things of the Lord in this wicked world that we're living in today. Pray that you'd help each one of us to receive a blessing. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. And you can be seated. The first verse of this psalm, uh, this psalm says, God is good. And we should always keep that in mind. God is good. So if God is good, then he's not going to do any evil. Uh, you know, when people are good, they're not 
Maybe we could call them semi-good, you know. I, but, you know, you're good or, but in the eyes of the Lord, you're good or bad. You're, you know, uh, and uh, uh, so uh, it, 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 it begins by saying that truly God is good. This psalm was written by Asaph. If you look at the, and, uh, at the beginning of that psalm, it was a psalm that was written by Asaph. Asaph was the chief among the singers. He was actually in charge of getting the choral groups together and, uh, and, 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 and playing for them and singing with them. Evidently was a fantastic musician. I've often wondered about those people, you know, and especially the one that David uh, picked this man out, I believe himself. It's talked about in, in uh, uh, First Chronicles, I believe it is, and that he is set over these people. And you see his name at the, at the beginning of a lot of the Psalms is Asaph. And this uh, is, a, uh, is a psalm of Asaph. Evidently, he wrote the psalm. At least it sounds like that uh, to me. So he began. And by the way, these psalms were used as songs. And they had to put their music to them, whatever, you know, that they done. Uh, you know, and you, we, we have notes and, and, uh, and stuff that we use today to set music uh, to songs. Uh, but uh, you, you, the music sometimes, you, uh, uh, if it wasn't for the timing, you could just take, a, take you a, a, a marker and put that wherever you wanted to there and sing to that, you know, raise it up and down, whatever. But you got to have timing, you know. <laughs> You know, that, 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 that seems to be the part I miss so much is the timing. You know, I can see, but I don't get it, uh, don't see it at the right time. I don't sing it at the right time. Uh, but, uh, but evidently, the music was great. And they had a lot of people that sung in the choir. A lot of folks that sung. A lot of folks that ministered. And so he writes this psalm, and I don't know when it was sung, nor on what occasion that it might have been sung. But I'll tell you right now, it fits my life to read any time. Uh, it, just, uh, it just fits me to read uh, anytime. And it begins in verse number one by saying, God is good to Israel. Now remember that Israel was God's chosen people and God was good to Israel. So if God was good to Israel, God is good to us. Amen? We're his people. Uh, we're his children. God's good to us. You say, but preacher, I have a hard time. But God is still good. You know, I thought when I was growing up that I was having a hard time. I couldn't get my daddy to understand anything <laughs> that I wanted to do, you know, uh, that I wanted to explain, you know. Uh, and I thought my dad was, I, I thought my dad was, uh, was really rough, you know. But I look back now and I thank the Lord so many days of my life for my daddy. Uh, and he, you know, and, and sometimes, hey, if he needed to, he, uh, he, he could get rough with you. I mean, you know, and he... <laughs> But he was a good dad. He was a good dad. That's the thing that, that impresses me, and that's the thing that I, that I live on from day to day, that I had good parents that loved me and taught me the right thing, set the right kind of example before me, and, and my, uh, my dad was good. So God is good, and God has been good to me. Uh, through these years, I've been a Christian more than 50 years. be 52 years, I, 53 years, no, 52, uh, 52 years this coming July since the Lord come into my heart and God has been good to me. And I go back and I think about the dangerous, dumb things that I've done when I was in sin and God was extra good to me when I was a sinner. He didn't cut me off and didn't allow me to get killed. And some of my uh, dumb things that I've done, 
and spared my life till I gave my heart to the Lord. So God's good in every way. God's just good, and that's the truth. You can say that about the Lord, that God is good. And he's, he said, and God is good to Israel, even to them that, uh, 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 even to such as uh, uh, of a clean heart. Uh, and God's people have been cleansed by the blood. And we, we want to do the right thing. Paul, I believe uh, Wednesday night we talked about this, that Paul talks about the things that I would not do. He says, that's what I do. And the things that I, that, uh, uh, that I want to do, I won't do it. He says, I've got the flesh, the carnality that I've got to live with and the spirit that I've got to live with. And they go against each other, goes against the grain. And so he does the things that, uh, that's right. So God is good. And then he says in verse number two, and Asaph here is talking about himself. In verse number two, he said, as for me, my feet uh, were, were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. Uh, he, uh, he talks about the danger that he was in. He said, I was just, uh, I was just about ready to go down, go down in the, in the, uh, in the deep, uh, to dream about, uh, you know, uh, falling over a cliff or something other that uh, uh, I've had a, a, a parcel of bad dreams in the last few years. I think it's some medication I'm taking. I don't know what it is, uh, but it sure leaves you kind of confused when you wake up and you think, and you wake up and thank the Lord uh, that is a dream. So he said, "As for me, my feet uh, were almost gone. My steps had well nigh, uh, nigh slipped." And then he says, "For I was envious at the foolish." Now th this is what, and, and uh, this that Asaph is going through here today. We might use different words to explain it. But really, when you read this psalm and get it in your heart, we, talk, we think about this every day. Every day. You, you know, envious of the foolish. How can people do the foolish things that they do and get by? Uh, how can they do that? You know, it, uh, it, it is beyond me. And he says, and when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, how often you hear people talk about, well, I've, I've done the best I could and I just barely can uh, 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 keep uh, a soul and body together. Well, that's all we need, you know, because one of these days we're going to be separated from the body. We'll no longer need it and have the soul right with God. Just keep it together. That's all uh, that, that really is. But how many times have we thought about that? You say, preacher, you, you think about things. Sure, I don't think much, but... <laughs> I, I sure get in my part of bad thinking, I'll tell you. I, I notice the, uh, these things too. And he says, I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, and, uh, but uh, their strength is firm. It's talking about there's no pain in their death, no pain in their life. They, they, it just doesn't bother them. It just doesn't get to them. And he's talking about uh, the wicked here uh, in this. And he says, they are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. So he talks about this in verse number uh, in verse number uh, uh, five when he says everything goes well with them. That's that's kind of what he's saying. I've wrote these things down here. Hope I can tell it to you uh, in a nutshell and may confuse you. I don't know, uh, but I hope that I can get uh, get you, uh, get you to understand part of this. Uh, that uh, that that uh, uh, the, in verse four he says they have no pain. Uh, their strength is firm. Uh, they don't seem to have problems like other people do. And have, have you seen this among the wicked? You know, I've wondered about uh, how God lets these things go. I remember Glenn Thomas was talking to me one Sunday morning out there in the vestibule. And Glenn has always been uh, my buddy for a long, long time. He's been a neighbor ever since we've lived in, in Metacrest. He's lived down there where you turn uh, off of uh, King Mill Pike. And, uh, and we've been neighbors for all these years, one of the best fellows you could ever be around. And, uh, and Glenn is a smart boy, and sometimes he talks about things that make sense. <laughs> 
Oh, Glenn gives me a hard, hard time sometimes. Asked me one day, he says, Preacher, why do you think that God lets the wicked people live and takes the bad ones on? Or why he lets the wicked people live and takes the good ones on? I said, I don't know, Glenn. He said, I believe it's a chance to get, let him get right with the Lord. He said, I believe that. I thought, well, you're, you're probably right. That God's given them, a, given them an opportunity. Given them an up, another opportunity. Everything goes well with them. We've all said that and probably thought that uh, so many times. Verse 6 says that they're proud and boastful. Isn't it amazing what wicked people will do and how they'll boast about the things that they do? How they brag about all these things that they, uh, they, uh, they do? Verse number 7 tells us that they live well and have more than heart could wish for. Everyth you heard this old adage, everything they touch turns to gold. Sometimes that falls into the hands of the meanest people that you know of. Uh, it, 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 it happens like that. It happens like that. And, and it's around us. And, and I don't have any explanation. I don't have any explanation for uh, that at all. And he says they mock and speak out with wickedness in verse number 8. They don't, it don't bother them. Uh, I know when I was going to school, we had this uh, little boy uh, and uh, his... Uh, can't remember his name. Brewster, I believe, was his first name. He had a brother, Bradley, that was in the grade with me. And, and Bradley was, uh, uh, he was, he was a pretty good kind of boy. But his little brother, I'm telling you, he was, uh, he was, uh, he was some guy. I'll tell you, uh, you know. And he, and he was, uh, uh, he, he, he'd do some of the most ungodly things, you know. And I was mean as a snake then, and he'd almost make me ashamed. You know, I, I tell you. But, uh, and he's a little bitty fella. A little, a little bitty uh, a fellow, you see. And as and, uh, far as I know, he's still living. I, haven't, I, haven't, I don't know any difference. Don't know how he's doing. Now, he might turn out to be a preacher. I don't know. Uh, but I hope he did. I'll tell you. But boy, he's a long ways from that. We're going to school together. I'll tell you. Uh, but they, they speak out uh, with wickedness. And it doesn't bother him to cuss the Lord. Really. Uh, and they told me I wasn't there. If I had to be, and I'd have climbed a tree, I guess, or got away from it the best I could. That he was holding of a uh, holding a barbed wire fence, or anyhow, he was uh, uh, was crossing the fence or something or other. And uh, and and lightning hit the uh, hit the fence. It shocked him, and he cussed the Lord, cussed the lightning. You know, uh, wicked. You know, you you wonder how people get by, uh, and I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't know. Verse 9 says, they act as though they are in control in everything here and there too. It doesn't bother them. You know, I've talked to people about getting right with the Lord, and they know that they're not saved, and I didn't think they were saved. I'm not a judge. Well, they said, well, I'm not afraid to die. Uh, and, you know, we, uh, death is not so bad, really, when we think about that. Uh, I remember this uh, a preacher. He was a lawyer to begin with. And what was his name, Lee? You don't know it. You're just like your dad. <laughs> uh, but this uh, this man was a lawyer, and uh, somebody asked him, said, uh, "Are you studying to be a lawyer?" Says, "What are you going to What are you going to do when you finish school?" He he said, "I'm going to hang up a shingle, rent me a place, and I'm going to put up a shingle, and I'm going to practice law." And said, what are you going to do after that? He said, I'm going to get rich. Then what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to retire. He said, I'm going to retire early and take it easy. And I'm going to retire. And then what after that? And he says, he says then, then I'm going to die. And it, and it dawned on him. Lord, I am going to die. That's going to happen to me. That's going to happen to me. And that man went to the mountains and stayed all day in the mountains praying and calling on God. And God saved him by his grace. And he made a preacher. 
I'm not sure if you ever done any lawyer work or not, but he made a preacher. But that's the thing that's, uh, that, uh, that uh, uh, is so important. They act as though they're in control of everything. Verse 10 says that, uh, that, uh, that his people, uh, and, and that verse number 10 says, Therefore his people return hither, and waters of a full cup are wrung out of them. Sometimes even the, even the good people suffer when you think that they should not suffer. Uh, they, 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 they have a hard time while other people that are wicked and mean are getting, to, getting by fine. And the good people, they, they have a hard time. Uh, he says that his people and, and, and the ones he's talking about uh, is, uh, is, uh, is God's people that they suffer. They suffer and we, and we, we don't understand uh, why these things happen, but they do. Verse 11, it, uh, it says uh, that, uh, that, uh, that God really, uh, really knows. Does God? They ask the question, does God really know what's going on? He does know. Uh, or do, does God really care? He does care about those people that are in sin. He loves them. He gave his son to save them, and he cares about them. But he says the ungodly. Uh, prosper in this world in verse number uh, 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 12 that the ungodly prosper in this world they, uh, they, they, they seem to, uh, to prosper in everything they do and then in verse number uh, uh, 13 we're kind of like Asaph he said I've cleansed my hands in vain I live for the Lord every day I try my best to be the best Christian that I know how to be and it seems like the things that I need that I can't get I have a hard time I can hardly keep my bills paid. I can hardly stay out of the poorhouse. Uh, or I have a lot of sickness. Uh, why does it happen to me? I've cleansed my hands in vain. No, we really haven't. And we'll see a little bit later on. Just hang with me there, if you will. Verse 14, he says, All my life I've been tested and tried and chastised all of my life. I've been put to the test. I've had things to deal with. You know, I, some days I'd like to see it end real early. Seems like everything you go to do that you, you, it just backs, backfires on you, you know, and, and uh, everybody's got a complaint and everybody's got uh, uh, something hung in their crawl <laughs> and you don't know what to do, you know. It, it just, uh, it, does, does it ever seem like that to you? Uh, and, and, and I'm talking about the good people. I mean Christian people, good Christian people. And he says when I, in verse, uh, number, uh, uh, when verse number 15 said, if I would speak my mind, I would be offensive. You know, if, if, I would, if I would just say, hey, I, I just feel dust and dust and, and I just want to hang it up and quit. Well, you, some people say, well, you, you sorry backslider, you, 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 you low down dirty thing. <laughs> You'd be offensive to folks. You know, but uh, sometimes, you, you know, you, you, Asaph, hey, he was a good singer. And by the way, singing people usually deal with happy things. Well, some of these professionals I see, they look like they're sad about everything. I never, you know, it, they, they even look like it hurts them to sing. It hurts me to listen to them. But, it, uh, but they look like they're suffering more than I am. I can turn the TV off. <laughs> I'll tell you, but, uh, but, uh, but singing is the joyous part. 
When I got saved in 1954, I, I didn't know anything about the church, and I didn't know anything about church work, and I didn't know anything about the Bible. Uh, I was just ignorant when it came to religion and godliness. I was more ignorant of that all, all along, you know. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, uh, but I felt like that God wanted everybody to do something for him, so I decided I was going to be a singer. I uh, uh, fooled around with music, you know, and, and played uh, some musical instruments, and, and, and I thought, now I can do that. I can learn to sing. I can, I can do just fine with that, and I'm going to be a singer. I'm just going to be a singer. And my older brother, two years older than me, Paul, got saved in the same revival. You know, a few nights after I did, I guess, uh, well, a big part of my family got saved after I did. I guess they thought, well, if he can do it, anybody can. <laughs> oh, mercy, I don't know what they thought, but I was glad they did. And I decided I was going to be a singer. Banner Scott started to sing in school at Chestnut Grove Church uh, two or three weeks after, well, maybe it was a month or so after we got saved. It wasn't long. That same summer, at the end of the summer, he started to sing in school. Went on for two weeks. And I decided I'm going to sit with Paul. Whatever Paul learns, I'm going to learn. If he can sing, I can sing. We played music together, and Paul didn't have any trouble doing anything. You know, he wasn't afraid. And, you know, I wasn't afraid when he's around. But anyhow, they, <laughs> I was afraid of him. You know, I, I couldn't handle him. He was strong as an ox, and I'll tell you. And, and you know, when you're, you're young and, and uh, not too swift and not too, uh, uh, too strong either, you, you don't have to be dumb. You can learn to get out of the way, I'll tell you. you save your old head. Uh, but, uh, but I... I I sat right beside of Paul. By the time the first week was over, Mr. Banner Scott had Paul and uh, Flossie Warren. You remember Flossie Warren? Anybody remember Flossie Warren? They, uh, she had a sister, and they could sing. The whole family, the, the, or the girls at least, could really sing. And he had Flossie and Paul up leading the choir. And the choir, by the way, in Chestnut Grove was a church full. The church, it wasn't a very big uh, church, but it had people come every night. And there I was, didn't even know where I was supposed to sing. Uh, and I come out of that school just exactly like I went in, a dummy. Two weeks spent in there and didn't learn a thing. I had no earthly ideal that God wanted me to preach. You know, really. I didn't have any earthly ideal that he wanted me to preach. But it wasn't long after that that I, my life got miserable and the Lord come in. If I spoke my mind, I would have been offensive. When I try to understand, verse 16, it's too painful. When we try to figure these out, things out sometimes in our life, why does this happen to me? Why does this come my way? Why do I have to go through with this? Lord, what have I done wrong? Does that ever cross your mind? I think we're all in the same boat, folks. I believe that uh, that old brother Asaph knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing and what he was writing about. When we try to understand, it's too painful. Verse 17 is a beautiful verse. He says, until I went into the house of God, and that's talking about the church, then I understood therein. He says, it was when I got in church and I got to thinking on God, and thinking about the Lord. I understood what they were going to go through at the end. I saw where they were going. I saw where they were headed. Then I understood them. You see, sometimes we can't concentrate on the good things that happens to us because we're always complaining about the bad things that happen. Or we're worried about 
what could happen. That's not the way. If you've got enough money to pay your bills this month, there, think that there's going to be a lot of people in our country that can't pay all their bills. 